Well, hello there, top teachers. We are your hosts, Michelle Ferre. And Bridget Spackman, and we are here to make your life easier by helping you master your time, organization, and productivity as a teacher. Listen, we're going to be real with you all for a second. As humans, as human beings, we are constantly trying to establish this lovely thing that we always call balance. And we're trying to establish that balance between work and our family and our personal endeavors. But the reality is it's nearly impossible to actually maintain. You'll get that balance and it'll last for like a week and then you end up falling off track. So in today's episode, we're going to really break down the reality of establishing balance. Just a warning, it's going to be some tough love, but we do think you will love this episode. But before that, let's hear about a TSH from a top teacher. Um, So this person has to say, my district is huge on the Bitmoji virtual classroom. I think we're all kind of feeling like the Bitmoji virtual classroom is just taking over this year. But she says the only thing is that it does take a lot of time. And by the time you know it, you're get, you're going to get sucked into this rabbit hole of all of the different things that they have trained us on. We have been blessed that my district has numerous PDs available on the virtual teaching and implementing the Bitmoji hyperlinked virtual classroom with all sorts of resources for our students. To be honest, I think this is an amazing thing to provide our students for them to be able to access instruction from home. But it it does take a lot of time from your personal life to not only create the classroom, but also to create the resources that are linked in the classroom, such as anchor charts, instructional videos, and even simply looking for online resources that are already made. It feels as if we went from zero to 100 in two weeks and we have gone back to school. I love the idea, but I do know I get sucked into creating an amazing resource that by the time I know it, I've been at my computer for what seems about hours away from my family. Now, I have to say, Michelle, this feels like a plastic ball, right? I agree, Bridget. That definitely sounded like a plastic ball. And you all are probably like, what the heck are you all talking about? So in today's episode, we're going to get there. Okay, I promise. However, before we jump into it, Bridget and I do just want to be very transparent with you all. We are currently recording this on October 3rd. Now, Bridget, usually I never know the date. Do you know why I know today's date? Well, it's because you have something very special that's happening. Two things that are very special that's happening. (laughs) Hold on. You mean my wedding? Yeah. Where (laughs) are you going? So what's funny is that was not even in my head when I asked that. (laughs) You probably thought I was like setting you up. Like, yes, Bridget, please tell them my wedding is one week from today. Actually, that was not that was not even what I was thinking. Um, I was referencing Mean Girls when Erin Samuels asked, what day is it? And she goes, it's October 3rd. Do you Uh, not? No, no. Okay, let's move on. Um, Anyway, (laughs) so the reason we are recording this episode so early is because I am getting married next weekend and then I am going to be leaving for my honeymoon on, what is it, October 16th, I think is when we leave. So Bridget and I are not going to be able to record episodes basically the rest of the month. And we wanted to make sure we still had content to put out to you all. So just FYI, we are recording these early. And some of the things that we're discussing like may have even changed by the time this episode goes up. We just wanted to make sure you knew. I feel like I'm going to be incredibly like disheveled in the month of October because I'm not going to know what to do with myself. I'm not going to have a meeting with Michelle for like three weekends in a row. It's like, 
What? Like, what's happening? I don't know if I like it. Like, I know I'm going to see you, but then I'm just going to go for so long without like really like having this moment with you. It's sad. I know. And usually Bridget and I talk on the phone every single night. I don't know what we're going to do, Bridget, because when I'm on my honeymoon, it's like a nine hour difference. Yeah. So that's not happening, girl. Do not call me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's roll into today's episode. We actually want to start with a quote. Now, this quote actually came from a series of tweets from someone named Jennifer Lynn Barnes. Now, I don't know Jennifer Lynn Barnes, but I saw this on my Facebook. Originally, I saw only the first tweet, and then a day or two went by, and I saw this series of tweets. And the more I read it, I was just like, oh my gosh. I literally sent it to Bridget and I was like, we have to do an episode on this because it's so relevant. Whether you are a teacher or if you're not, I just feel like it applies so well. So I'm just going to read the quote, know that it's pretty long. And then Bridget, I'm going to ask you for your thoughts as soon as I'm done. So be ready. Deal. Okay. (laughs) One time I was at a QA and a with Nora Roberts. So I'm going to pause. Everyone knows, hopefully, Nora Roberts is like a romance novelist. Um, Bridget's shaking her head no. So, okay, now, Bridget, you know she is a romance novelist. (laughs) Okay, continuing. And someone asked her how to balance writing and kids. And she said that the key to juggling is to know that some of the balls you have in the air are made of plastic and some are made of glass. If you drop a plastic ball, it bounces. No harm done. If you drop a glass ball, it shatters. So you have to know which balls are glass and which are plastic and prioritize catching the glass ones. Nora was not talking about juggling five balls. She was talking about juggling 55 balls. The balls don't represent family or work. There are separate balls for everything that goes into each of those categories. Deadline on Project Y or Crazy Sock Day at School. Her point, addressing a room full of women, was not prioritize kids over work. It was some kid stuff is glass and some is plastic. And sometimes to catch a glass work ball, you have to drop a plastic family one, and that is okay. The reverse is also true. Sometimes to catch a glass kid ball, something at work has to slide, and that is okay too. If you are juggling 55 balls, some are going to drop. So you have to focus on broad categories, but on the glass balls. I think about this all the time. I dropped more than one ball today. It is hard to drop any ball and I hate it, but they were plastic and tomorrow it will be okay. Bridget, go ahead. Share your thoughts. Okay, so I have uh, three thing, different things that went through my head while you were reading this. The first thing that went through my head is the episode that we shared about how I had to spray down the balls. <laughs> okay, I'm glad you brought that up because when mm-hmm. we were planning this episode, after I finished and I came out of the office, Billy's like, what were you all talking about? Because all I could hear was you in there just like giggling over and over again. I said, oh yeah, Bridget and I were talking about the balls. We're like it's teenagers. fine all over again. Um, So that's the first thing that came to mind. 
the second thing that came to my mind is um, the podcast, The Office Ladies, that we have we've recently been listening to. Actually, Michelle got me hooked to this. Uh, so I have now become an obsessive Office fan, like to the point where it's just unnatural and it's incredibly concerning. And <laughs> I love every moment of it. So I'm listening to The Office Ladies, which is basically Pam and Angela from The Office, and they are rewatching each of the episodes and they kind of deep dive into them. Well, I was listening to what they reference as the Christmas episode, but it's not necessarily named the Christmas episode. It's the first Christmas episode that they ever film in the office. And there was one part where Angela's like, they really wanted me to take these like glass, like, you know, ornaments and like throw them down and they would shatter. And she says, and I went to go and throw the, you know, the ornaments down because I was, she was supposed to be angry. And they didn't break. They automatically bounced back up. And so the the uh, director was like, well, you're going to have to like throw them a little bit harder. And she was like, well, they're just going to bounce back up. Like, I, I don't know. And then finally she was like, I know exactly what I'm going to do. So she takes the the plastic ornaments and she throws them down. And of course they bounce. And so she just becomes so angry that she starts stomping on them to break them. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's classic. So I, I just listened to that episode and it automatically made me think of this. But here's the biggest thing that I feel like I'm taking away from it. You mentioned in there, in that, in that quote, um, there are separate balls for everything that goes into each of these categories. And I think uh, we've always kind of seen, oh, well, I know that I'm going to spend more time with family or I'm going to spend more time with work. Well, that's not necessarily the case because when you're thinking about it, you're still doing the other thing, right? You're still you're still trying to maintain that because if you were to completely let that go, that's like you taking a vacation, but you're not necessarily taking the vacation. You're really like spending, you're, you're doing both still. And so it really kind of allowed me to say, huh, all right. So all along, I'm still maintaining everything in life. It's just that certain pieces, that certain things, those tasks, those to-dos um, are going to be some are more important than others. So I'm really excited to talk about this episode. I think this one is is going to be a top favorite of mine. Yeah. First of all, I love that you brought up that Office Ladies episode because as soon as you started saying, I was like, oh, I know where she's going with this. <laughs> yeah. And guys, I want to just mention really fast, like if you go and listen to the Office Ladies, because if you're like a, a huge nerd like Michelle and I, I feel like you're going to realize very quickly, Michelle is Pam and <laughs> she's got her, she's got her sweatshirt on. I'm wearing a Shroot Farm sweatshirt as we record this podcast. I was literally wearing my, 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 my hat, <laughs> Shroot's Meat. I was wearing that hat today and I had to take it off to be able to wear my headphones. But I feel like Michelle is totally Pam, right? Like super structured, like has her like notes, like all of the pages. And then like, I am Angela who mispronounces words, <laughs> who doesn't know sayings to things. And I have my note cards. <laughs> yes. No, so, I love that analogy. It's perfect. And then she had a she shed and I was like, oh my gosh, this lady is me all over because I so badly want a she shed. <laughs> Okay, as you all can tell, I feel like this episode is probably going to be all over the place. But here's the thing. I think more than anything right now, like in this season of our life, we 
all just need to relax and we need to enjoy things and we need to laugh about things. And I feel like that's what Bridget and I are doing because as much as we could be super structured talking about balance and saying you need to do this and that, like that's not helpful. And I hopefully the point of this episode gets across that like we're all still just figuring it out and it's a flexible thing. And sometimes you have to just kind of laugh and put it to the side. But anyway, yeah. going back to what we were talking about, I think what stuck out to me the most with the quote um, is similar to Bridget, the fact that it's not just these broad categories. It's actually all of the things that make up those categories. And if we're being fully transparent with you all, in the past, Bridget and I have definitely talked about like, oh, well, you just find these categories. And I'm now realizing, you know what? We were wrong. It's not that simple. Within those categories, you have glass balls and you have plastic balls. And I really like that in the quote, she mentioned some kid stuff is glass and some is plastic and some work stuff is glass and some is plastic. And I think we all have to remember that. We tend to feel guilty if we're putting work ahead of family or friends, but if we're putting a glass work ball ahead of a plastic family ball, that's okay. That's not something to feel guilty over. And it's just about figuring out what the glass balls are and not dropping them. I feel like since seeing this quote, that's been something that has just replayed in my head. Find the glass ball and don't drop it. Find the glass ball and don't drop it. So we've said that balance is basically having a sliding scale that we really kind of focus on family sometimes, and then we will focus on work during other times. But what this really means is that when you are really focusing on family, you're catching a glass family ball and you're dropping a plastic work ball. And if you're focusing on work, you're going to be catching a glass work ball and you're going to be dropping a plastic family ball family ball, ball, ball. Just keep it going. It's totally fine. (laughs) Girl, I kept it going. It's totally fine. We're just going to go past it. Guys, try to say ball many times. It starts to become a tongue twister. It also starts to not sound like a word anymore. You know how if you repeat a word enough times, you're like, what even is that? (laughs) Yes, yes. I do that a lot, especially when I'm teaching. It's like, oh, okay. Now in that quote, she mentioned that we're juggling 55 balls. Obviously, 55 is just a random number. But we're going to use that number as we move forward. We cannot tell you what your 55 balls are, okay? Everyone's situation is different. But what's important is just to remember that we need to break these broad categories down. And I know personally, it really makes me think about my to-do lists. So I have my to-do list, I used to use like a monthly to-do list, a weekly, and then a power list. But Mm -hmm. more recently, probably about, I don't know, two, three months now, like ever since the summer, I have started getting rid of my monthly to-do list. And instead, I took that monthly to-do list and I created separate lists for each category of my life. So I have a school list. I have a YouTube list. I have a podcast list. I have a wedding list. I have like speaking engagement type thing list. (laughs) And I realized, oh, well, those are basically my broad categories. Because for me, it's not even just personal and school. It's also business. But within business, I have my own business. I bridgeize business. Mm-hmm. And so I've kind of established these categories and I've created those lists. And then what I do is I move items from that list onto my weekly list and then from there move it onto my power list. And in doing that, 
I am deciding what's glass and what's plastic because what I do is when I choose my power list, I am moving only the glass balls onto my power list. If it's plastic, it might sit on that broad category. Like it might sit on my YouTube list for weeks and I might not get to it because guess what? It's a plastic ball. And if I drop it, it's fine. I can pick it back up again. It's not going to end up breaking because those plastic balls have more flexibility and they can always be done later. Whereas the glass ones have deadlines or they have other things behind them. So you have to get it done first. So by prioritizing my to-do list, I'm figuring out those glass balls and I'm not dropping them. So what we're going to do in this episode is we're going to mention two really big categories. I think categories that I feel like we all have them, right? In some shape or form, it's going to look a little bit different for everyone. So what we're going to talk about today is the work category, and we're going to talk about the family category. Now, obviously, you might have other things. You might have, you know, a health category. You might have um, another business category, but we're only going to focus on those two big ones. And then we'll talk a little bit later on about how you can go through and really start to identify your plastic and your glass balls. Um, So to start, let's talk about work. And under this work category, Michelle and I are both going to mention to you um, what are the glass balls that we have for work, And then what are some of the plastic ones? Should we do our glass balls first, both of us? Yeah, I think you do your glass balls. I'll do my glass balls. You do your plastic balls. (laughs) I'll do my plastic balls. You literally just said that because you just wanted to say the word balls again. (laughs) I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, so let's talk about my glass balls for work. And when I mention work, I'm talking about my job as a teacher. And so one of the things that I absolutely have to make sure that I'm doing, it is glass, it will break if I don't do it, and it will cause everything else to start to kind of like turn into mass chaos is kind of what I feel like, um, is having my assignments ready in Schoology. I know that if my assignments are not ready in Schoology, that my day tends to go really, really bad. I need to be prepared as a teacher. And when I'm prepared and I ensure that I am I have my assignments ready to go there are they're posted in there everything is attached that needs to be attached directions are all there my day just goes so much more smoothly versus me having to sit there and say hold on guys I'm gonna get it posted in just a second it just causes chaos the second glass ball that I have for work is putting my materials, making sure that my materials are pulled from my lessons. So a really good example of when I dropped a glass ball the other this past week is that I forgot to bring my materials for work. Well, I had been out for a week. So to be fair, I I feel like I had a pretty good excuse, but I still dropped a glass ball. And I did not have the books that I needed to teach my lessons. And so I had to call my husband to hopefully try to save my glass ball and to kind of keep me from shattering all over the floor. Um, So I have to make sure that I have those materials pulled and I have them ready right there in my classroom or else again, I'm not gonna be able to do my job. And finally, and this one's a really big, important one for me. It's one that I feel like I cannot let go this year, right? Because things are just different. I'm having to deal with different health and safety protocols. And so sanitizing and cleaning is a glass ball for me this year. Um, I have to make sure that things are getting wiped down, that kids are getting sanitizer, that we're taking enough time to make sure that we are, you know, washing our hands thoroughly every single day, um, that I'm making sure that my kids' health is is top priority, um, but that I'm also spraying down the balls after every time we go to recess. It just helps to make sure that we're all safe and that we can all still be in school and learn um, and do what we need to do this year. Michelle, what are your glass balls for work? 
Well, before I even get into sharing my glass balls, I want to go back to what you said about having Trent help you so you didn't drop a glass ball. I Mm -hmm. think it's important to remember that balance doesn't mean us doing everything on our own. And when we're juggling these balls, sometimes one might kind of go off track and you might need someone else to come in and save that ball for you. Okay, my glass balls. So when I (laughs) think... Sorry, I am literally five. (laughs) When I think about my glass balls, one thing that immediately comes to mind for me is deadlines. And when I think about deadlines as a teacher, I think about grades and report cards. Those are glass balls that I cannot drop because if I don't have my grades done in time, then my administrators can't check it over in time and then it's not ready to go home to my students. So I have to have those done by the date when they're supposed to be done. Another thing that comes to mind is professional development that I administer to my staff. So I am my school's e-coach, and especially this year, my role has become more pivotal than ever because we are constantly getting new updates about technology or finding better and more efficient ways to do things. And I used to only do about six, I think, professional development sessions for my staff each year, but now it's almost like every week or every other week, I'm doing professional development for my staff, and that's a glass ball. I can't drop it because other people are depending on me. If I don't have my stuff ready to go, then when they throw to me in the virtual meeting, I'm going to be like, uh, yeah, so let's uh, look at this tool. Like That's not an option. It's a glass ball. I can't drop it. And then finally, and this is one where I'm just going to say it, okay, parent emails. Typically, I would say parent emails are almost like, I don't know, some of them are glass and some are plastic. You know what I mean? Not every email is super urgent and you have to respond to it right away. And I personally think you have about a two-day window in order to respond. I don't think you have to respond the minute you get an email. But right now, I'm categorizing parent emails as a glass ball because I am teaching my students virtually and I haven't haven't even met them in person. I haven't met the families in person. And as a result, I need to make sure that I'm communicating with them as best as I can, either over the phone or through email. Personally, though, like I have my phone number shared with parents. We just tend to always email. But I have to make sure that I stay on top of that because that is our central line of communication. Now, Bridget, before we move on to our plastic balls, do you think we should take a break? I absolutely think we should take a break. You know me. I could always use the bathroom break. Okay. We're going to go use the bathroom and we're going to come back and share our plastic balls when it comes to work. Bridget, do you know what I love about wintertime? Let me guess. Hot cocoa with some marshmallows next to a fire. Yes, but I also love wearing crew neck sweatshirts all day, every day. Oh my gosh, girl. Crew neck sweatshirts are my jam right now. I feel like I get to wear jeans so much more than any other year in teaching, and I live in my crew necks. Now, if you all love crew neck sweatshirts just as much as us, and you're a top teacher, we have some exciting news for you all. We are launching for a limited time top teacher crew neck sweatshirts. So you can head on over to www.teachingonthedouble.com and grab your crew neck sweatshirt today. Now these are available for pre-order the entire month of November. Then they will ship at the beginning of December. So make sure you grab one before November is over. 
And we hope to see you guys wearing that crew neck twinning with us all winter long. How was your bathroom break, Bridget? It was great. I feel so much better. Thank you. Okay. Well, can you please share with us your plastic balls for work? I would love to. But first, I really want to comment on something that you were talking about. And when you were talking about your glass balls and you mentioned in there that someone is counting on me, I think that that is a huge key, right? When we need to identify, okay, well, how do I know which ball is plastic and which ball is glass? When you have somebody else who's relying on you for something, so whether they have to check it off or they need something in order to be able to do their job, that automatically, I feel classifies as a glass ball to me um, because I never want to let other people down. Um, So a lot of like what we do in our business, you know, whether it's like the Instagram post or whatever, it's like we're relying on one another to ensure that this keeps running the way it needs to be running. And so I always put teaching on the double as like my glass ball. Um, So yeah. Yeah. I would even say, because you mentioned that the whole depending on people, like a great example I can think of is we record these episodes together and then I am responsible for editing them and then I send them to Bridget so that we can like, you know, get it all ready to go and post it for mm-hmm. you all to be able to listen to. And if I drop that glass ball and I don't get it edited, then Bridget can't do her job. And then as a result, our episode's not going to go up. Yep. No, exactly. Okay, so let's go into plastic balls for work. So what are some of those plastic balls that I feel like for my job? So the first one I'm going to put on here are anchor charts. Um, I know that I can spend a little extra time, uh, whether it be before work or after work, and I can make really pretty anchor charts, right? I can have them almost penciled in where I can draw them out. You know, I can have a really cute tile title. I can even print it on like colorful paper, post it up. The whole shebang, you know, the exact like Pinterest perfect anchor chart is what I'm thinking of. Or I can be super lazy about it and I can just write it up across on the paper and I could just have the responses from my students on the chart paper. Um, And I have gotten a little bit braver where now because I can have one student actually stand up in my classroom at a time. And I will have them, they each have markers in their desks. And so each of them will have a marker and I will ask them one on like one person at a time to come up to the board and either add something to the anchor chart or to do an example up on the board. And that's worked really well. And I was kind of scared in the beginning, but I've, I, I, I love this and it's a nice way to be able to get them excited about learning. Okay, moving on. Second thing is going to be cute decor things. Um, I feel like this year I wasn't really able to think about decor. <laughs> I'm gonna be totally honest. I felt like I barely got in. We really didn't know what the plans were as far as how the year was going. And it's not necessary. Like my room being cute. Yeah, it makes me feel good. I hope that it makes kids feel good, but it doesn't necessarily affect the way that they learn and um, them coming to school. I don't think it has anything to do with that. I think it's more of the feels good type thing. So that's a plastic ball. I don't need to stress about it. I don't need to worry about it. I told myself I was going to buy 10 plants to put in front of my windows. That never happened this year. And does it hurt? Do my kids even notice? Absolutely not. And the final thing that I put on here And I feel like this is something that we're going to come back to a little bit later on. So I know what every single one of you that's listening to this podcast right now are probably going to be thinking. And you're right. I'm going to go ahead and tell it to you. So here it is. Talking with coworkers is going to be a plastic ball for me. And what I mean by that is like 
during my breaks, during times when I need to be working to ensure that I can leave at the end of the day so that I can go home and spend time with my family. Instead, I want to spend time making sure that I get stuff done versus talking with coworkers like in the hallway or gossiping or something to that extent. So I'm going to put talking with coworkers down as a plastic ball now, but we're going to come back to it a little bit later on. Yeah. And actually, we're going to come back to it right now. I We will come back to it later on as well. But okay. I just thought of something kind of completely different. When Bridget and I were planning this episode, like literally we said, okay, let's just make a list of like our glass balls and our plastic balls. Yeah. And when I saw Bridget put this down as a plastic ball, it like hit me. And I realized I've been doing a lot of talking with my coworkers this year. I teach from home on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, at least right now. Things are changing, y'all. I think we're going to a hybrid schedule within the next few weeks. But anyway, guys, and- <laughs> it's a pocket full of primary sneak peek. <laughs> it is a sneak peek. This is the first time I've even mentioned that anywhere. Okay. Anyway, Tuesday and Thursday, I teach from my classroom. And also on Tuesdays and Thursdays, two of my team teachers are there. And the reality is whenever we get a break, the first thing we do is like run to each other's rooms and like debrief on the day. We're wearing masks and all that. Don't Mm -hmm. worry. But we just like socialize. And the reality is on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I get nothing done. I get nothing planned. And so originally I was telling myself, oh, yeah, I need to stop doing that. But just now, Bridget, as you were kind of explaining it, I realized you know what? It is a plastic ball, at least Mm -hmm. for me. However, if I've already caught all of my glass balls, then I can catch some plastic ones. And so if I've already caught my glass balls and my grades are done, my professional development is planned, my emails are answered, I'm planned ahead, then I can catch those plastic balls. I can chit chat with my coworkers because I've caught all my glass balls and I don't have to worry about them falling. Okay. Anyway, I just like thought that was a good connection. I like it. Thank goodness. I think- Billy just turned on the air conditioning. I was sitting here and I was getting so hot, but I didn't want to interrupt the flow of our podcast, but he must have just turned on the air because I just got like a big whiff of cold air. I'm not going to do well with menopause when I get older. Can I just say? Oh, me either. Me either. I like literally I moved up north because I was so sick of the the, the heat (laughs) in the south. I I don't know what I'm going to do. Okay, squirrel. Anyway, plastic balls. Um, For me, Definitely right now, a plastic ball would be these like extra fun activities that I would love to plan for my students, but the reality is I don't always have time. So we have something called Academic Flex every single day for 45 minutes. So on Mondays and Thursdays, I have my Block 1 students. Tuesdays and Fridays, I have my Block 2 students. And then on Wednesdays, our students actually have a half day and we have Academic Flex time in the morning. And it's basically a time for us to like review things, reteach, finish a lesson if needed. And I like it to be more fun. You know, during the actual structured academic time, it's very like we're go, go, go because we have such shortened time. So for academic flex, I like to try to do some fun activities, like make it more games and things like that. But the reality is I just don't always have time to plan that. I also like to do fun activities with them during morning meeting, but I think about this last week, all of a sudden it was Monday, well, actually it was Tuesday morning. Monday morning we did not have school, but Tuesday I was like, you know what? I have nothing planned and it's okay. Like I just talked with my kids about their weekend and it was fine. Another plastic ball would be planning far in advance. The key word there is far. I do think it is beneficial to plan like at least a week ahead. I think that is a glass ball. At least for me, that's a glass ball. 
However, sometimes I like to get like two weeks planned in advance or even three weeks. But the reality is that's a plastic ball. And if I have a glass ball that's quickly falling down, like I have to get grades done because interims are due this next Friday. I might not get planned two weeks in advance because I need to catch that glass ball instead. And that's okay. And then finally, we mentioned the whole Bitmoji thing during the TSH. I have not created a Bitmoji classroom. For me, that has been a plastic ball. And not only has it fallen and bounced, but it's like rolled off in the corner. I can't even see it anymore because it is not a priority for me. Also, Bitmoji stickers on assignments. So for me, I'm grading everything through Google Classroom. And I always leave a private comment with feedback for them. But when they do well on an assignment, I like to just copy my Bitmoji and paste it on there as a sticker for them. And I try to make it coordinate to the lesson. Like we had a lesson all about structures of plants and we talked about how the stamen in a flower produces pollen, yada, yada, yada. And so I had a Bitmoji where I was like coming out of a flower and there was like a bee coming. It was adorable. But the reality is that's a plastic ball. If I have the time and I've caught all my glass balls, great. I'm going to stick a Bitmoji sticker on their assignment. But if I have assignments that have piled up and I need to get them graded, I'm sorry, that's a plastic ball. It's going to fall. I just need to get it graded and not worry about adding a sticker to it. Oh, I just had to put it out there. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I, I think you're totally right. And, you know, at the beginning of the year, when I was seeing so many people doing the Bitmoji classrooms, um, I thought it was adorable. I mean, I was like, oh, my gosh, that is the cutest thing ever. And I'll be honest, I made one. I never used it. I just <laughs> did not happen. And one of the main reasons I never did it was because I use Schoology. And so with my kids already understanding how to utilize Schoology, because it's a district wide thing, we've had it for years. And I mean, since I've been at this district. Um, it just wasn't a priority for me. And I, I was just so nervous about all of the health things and just wanting to ensure that I was doing everything that I needed to do that in, for that piece that I just kind of had to let that fall. So like you said, it's a plastic ball. Okay, let's jump into family. Um, so I think this is a good one, uh, mainly because I feel like Michelle and I, we're in very different places in our family lives because I am old as dirt and she is a young, Would you stop hot, it? she is stop, a young, Bridget. hot, amazing person. And I'm just getting old. I'm like, oh my shrinking. gosh, I'm going to edit this out. I'm going to delete it from the podcast. <laughs> She's not. So here's the thing. Like, I feel like we're in, in two very different places when it comes to our families. And I think it's really beneficial for, for you guys listening to be able to hear the two different perspectives, right? Um, I, I really enjoy hearing the per- different perspectives and how we approach things in different ways. Um, so hopefully this will be able to resonate with some of you. So let's talk about some of my glass balls when it comes to family. Uh, one of the first things that came to mind is Thursday nights. Uh, for those of you who listen to my week in the lives that we've done in the past and that we're actually going to be doing, I think we're doing this after this episode. We'll have yeah. a couple of week in the lives coming up, which will be interesting because, you know, I we haven't recorded anything with us back to school yet, which will be fun. So Thursday nights is a really important night. Um, So Ian and I, since he was super little, I don't judge me, guys. I really love Ghost Adventures. I've always watched it and he really got into it as well. So Thursday nights, Ghost Adventures comes on and we stay up late. We 
it starts at nine o'clock and I spend time with Ian. And this is really important to me because for those of you who have children who are drastically different in age, um, your younger ones tend to take a lot of your time and energy and everything in between, um, mainly because they're just so dang needy. And if you've ever met Blaine, then you know how needy that child is. Um, and so Ian, with him just being older, being a teenager, kind of going through that stage in life where he just doesn't really want to spend a ton of time with, you know, parents and things like that. He's kind of isolating himself. It's really, really important that I spend time with him individually. So, you know, taking the trips and doing things like this that just mean a lot to him and I um, is important. And I can't drop that. Never, never, never will I ever drop it. Now, will I fall asleep? in the middle of it? Probably. He'll wake me up. He always does. But I can never say, I don't want to do that tonight. Um, I will never be able to say that. So that's the first one. The second one is going to be special events with family. And I have to be very honest and I'm going to be very, very vulnerable with all of you guys right now. So my mother is uh, from Mexico. She was born and raised in Mexico. And when they moved to the United States, um, they were very, very poor. They didn't have a lot of money. And so my mom will oftentimes tell me all these different stories. And my mom's done very well for herself um, without a college education, by the way. Uh, And she's done very well for herself in life. And she will tell me stories about like just growing up. And she will say, you know, my my abuelita, which is my grandmother, she never remembered my mom's birthday. She never remembered. They never did anything for Christmas. They never had holidays that they did things for. So it was always really important for her that as we were growing up, she made a big deal out of family events because those holidays, those family things, that became very important to her because she didn't have that when she was young. So I... I will have to, like for me, those family events are very important because my mom has instilled that into me Um, and because I know the history and just what it was like. And I'll be honest, like when I was little, we didn't have a ton. Like we lived with my grandmother for quite some time. Um, It wasn't until man, I was like a teenager, you know, I was already gone. I was in college that my parents were starting to really kind of do well for themselves. So those types of things are really, really important to me. Um, and the last thing is going to be TV time with my husband, with Trent at night. Um, again, will I fall asleep? Probably. <laughs> it's going to be okay. But I feel like that's another one of those things where it's like, that's the time that I have for him and I. And, you know, we are so busy spending time with kids and just with doing other things and business and whatever have you that, again, it's that that nighttime, that 30 minutes to two hours, however long I can stay awake that I'm spending with my husband watching shows. It's really, really important because it helps to nurture our relationship. So, all right, I talked a lot. (laughs) Michelle, what are your glass balls? (laughs) So I feel like mine overlap with yours a lot. And I think when it comes to family time, I think all of us in general have a lot more in common. You know what I mean? I think our, Mm -hmm. our work lives look very different, but when it comes to family, we have a lot of the same things that are important to us. So personally, one of my glass balls is always gym time with Billy. On a weekday, we always meet at the gym after Billy gets off work. It's right on my way home from school, so it works out perfectly, and we will meet there around 5.30, and we will spend anywhere between an hour and a half to two hours working out, and we work out about five to six days a week. It just depends. But that is my time where I refuse to let that go. I don't care what business has reached out to me to schedule a meeting or what work obligation I have. Sorry, I don't care. I'm going to the gym. I am not putting that off. It's so important to me. 
Another thing would just be date night with Billy. I originally, when I saw Bridget put like TV time with Trent, I was like, oh, I said, I, you know, that's important to Billy and I too. We love to watch mm-hmm. Survivor. Currently, we are watching all of the seasons. We started with season one. We're currently on season 14. No way. <laughs> yeah. We've oh, been doing wow. this since, I guess, around when quarantine started. We, yeah. we started going back and rewatching them. But For me, that is something that I will kind of push. Like if I happen to have a night where I have a lot of work, I will end up pushing that off. But date night typically for us is either Friday night or Saturday night. I won't push that. So I'm thinking last weekend, Billy and I made tabletop nachos. I sent a picture to Bridget. Did they look good or what? They look so good. And like, you know, what's funny is I remember I told you about how like Trent was, he doesn't do nachos. Like he's not a nacho guy. He doesn't like his food to mix. He's just that type of person. (laughs) But I showed it to him. Michelle, he is, he was like, I actually like that. And I'm like, (laughs) you little stinker. I was going to say something totally different, but I'm going to make this age appropriate. I was like, I cannot believe him. Like, All this time, we are definitely going to try tabletop nachos. Thank you. Yeah. So for those of you that don't know, basically, we just cleaned off our kitchen table. We put down some foil and we built the nachos right on there. So I spread out some chips. We put some meat on top and some queso and some pico and some guac and some sour cream. And we sat at the table and we played games while we ate it. And like it was phenomenal. And so once again, I don't care what work obligation I have or what other business stuff I need to do. I'm not doing it during that time. Like, sorry. (laughs) And then finally, this one is basically the same as Bridget's, um, special events with family. So for us, this is spending the holidays with our parents. Typically, we will drive all the way to Billy's mom because she lives further away. And we will do like a brunch with her. Now, this is after him and I will like wake up Christmas morning and kind of celebrate together. We drive to his mom's. We do brunch. And we celebrate Christmas with her and then we drive to my parents and we will celebrate Christmas with them. And, you know, I'm going to be vulnerable kind of in a different way than Bridget. But, you know, I don't know. I feel like on a podcast we can like totally just talk about our lives. So here you go. (laughs) So for me, I I don't know how to word this the right way, but I've never been that big into like having to have a ton of family time. I've always been very independent and it just hasn't been like a major thing. But when it comes to the holidays, those are really important for me because I do have a half sister. I don't talk about her a whole lot because we're not super close, Um, but she does struggle with mental illness. And as a result, she's not always there for the holidays. It can be very overwhelming for her and, and she won't come. And like, I've seen the disappointment that my mom experiences from that. And so for me, Like, I don't ever want to give up, like, a Christmas or whatever because then my mom, like, doesn't have anyone there. Well, she has my dad, but, you know, he's always there. It's not the same, though. When your children are not there, it's not the same. Yeah. So for me, like, it's really important that I make that a priority um, because I know how happy it makes my mom. And then another thing is just traveling to see Billy's dad because he lives – well, he lived in Tennessee for years and years, but now I think he's like right on the border of between like Georgia and Tennessee. I think he's technically yeah. in Georgia, but we'll go and travel and see him about once a year. And that's always something that's a priority for us. Yeah. You know, this past summer when my grandmother passed away, it was my my dad's grand, my dad's mom. Um, it was interesting because my sister and I, we shared a hotel room together. And we stayed up super late just like talking because you're kind of overwhelmed from the events of the day and stuff. And one of the things that she said was that she really 
regretted not spending as much time with family. And I think it just really opens you up and it just makes you think like I prioritize friends and everyone else. And it's like, I don't put my family ahead. And so we have a huge flipping family, like huge flipping family. But now it's like, we're a part of all the Facebook messages and like in the middle of class, like I've got my like Hispanic side of the family, like all messaging and and throwing things up like on Facebook. So it just kind of warms my heart. And it's like, yeah, I, I do need to remember family. And I totally understand where you're coming from with that. Are we going into the plastic balls? Yeah, now? we're going into the plastic balls. <laughs> let's do the plastic balls. Here we go. So uh, let's chat plastic balls when it comes to family. So <laughs> so mine, I feel like are really ridiculous. Uh, one of the first things is shopping in general. Thank you, Amazon, by the way, for create Jeff Bezos, right? For creating Amazon because bless you, I would never, I don't shop. I hate um, shopping. It's hey. what? Angela, I'm, I'm going to call you out on uh, as Angela. Did I say his name wrong? I was going to say, can you say his name again? No, I'm not. I, <laughs> I can go back and replay it. No. I think you said Jeff Bezos. It's Bezos. <sighs> Listen. I'm sorry. Continue. All right. I'm so on. sorry. I love you. Guys, I told you. I told you. I'm legit an Angela and I'm going to be okay with that. I, I adore her. Um. Okay. So thank you, Amazon. I don't do shopping. I don't like it. It's not going to happen. Trent actually does a lot of the grocery shopping. I just don't like doing it anymore. Um, so that's one. I will drop plastic balls unless we get to the point where we are all starving and I absolutely have to go and then it becomes a glass ball. So that whole reference of making it glass and plastic going back and forth. The second thing is cooking dinners. <laughs> I'm really sorry, guys. I have become the world's worst wife and mom when it comes to cooking dinners because Right now, I feel like I'm juggling about 180 balls, and I feel as though 120 of them are glass. <laughs> so I'm really trying to make sure that not all these balls are going to fall and shatter and cut my feet up. So I don't cook dinners as much. Um, it's very, very hard for me to try to get dinners done because I have so many things going on. So a lot of the times, either Trent is grilling things or we just do takeout, and I have to be okay with that because I'm just in that season of life, and I have to remind myself... I will get out of this and I will become a, a good cook again one day, someday, hopefully. Uh, the final thing is going to be cleaning. I will let my house go like crazy sometimes. Like if I'm just super, super busy, um, cleaning becomes a, a plastic ball and I'm not going to be able to get things done. I let little dust bunnies come out. You know, there's stuff that are thrown onto, you know, the bar top in the kitchen. I have, you know, stuff that's over there in the corners of the of the living room floor. And I have to be okay with that too, because that's not the priority right then. And I just, a lot going on people. So <sighs> I talked a lot again. Sorry, Michelle. Go. What's your plastic ball? <laughs> well, I would just like to say I have absolutely no judgment when it comes to getting takeout and not cooking dinners. Oh, thank you. You know, I'm going to go on a slight rant for a second because no. I also had that season of life. I'm mm -hmm. right now, Billy and I are doing a lot of cooking and it's more like health and fitness related. But for a long time, him and I got takeout all the time. And people would always comment on it. This is back when I did, you know, weekly vlogs on YouTube and yeah. people would always say, you know, oh, like you eat out a lot. And it bothered me because it's like, okay, but you all don't see all the behind the scenes things going on. And, yeah. you know, I really wish even when we do those week in life episodes and even when we do a weekly vlog, 
people still don't see everything. And it's frustrating Mm -hmm. because, and I love what I do, don't get me wrong, but (laughs) Bridget and I balance so much, so much that you all just don't even see. And so for me, it's like, yeah, I'm getting takeout, but you know what? I'm a rock star teacher and you know what? I'm running my own business and I'm yeah. you know, like all these other things. And it's like, that, that's such a minor thing to care about. I'm sorry. I just had to like get that rant no, out. You're totally fine. And I like to think right now that I'm supporting small businesses because when we yes. are eating out, like I don't typically eat like in the huge fast food chains. I will eat out like those smaller, like, you know, yes. just those like mom and pop places that are just around our, our little town. So I will buy a lot from them just to be able to support them during, you know, these times when they yep. can't have their stores open full blown. So yep. I'm happy to support in any way that I can. There you go. Love it. Okay. My plastic balls. So speaking of which, um, (laughs) one of my plastic balls is going to the grocery store with Billy. For a while, this was something I absolutely love to do. Like him and I love to go to the grocery store together. We love to go to Aldi. And those of you who don't know, Aldi will get these products where it's for like a limited time. It's an Aldi fine. And I would get so giddy before going to the grocery store because it's like, oh, what are we going to find this week? (laughs) But (laughs) the reality is it is a plastic ball. As much as I love it, It's just not something I have to do every week. Typically, Billy and I would go to the grocery store on Sunday, but that's also when Bridget and I meet, typically. So when I would jump on a meeting with Bridget, which would last anywhere between like two and three hours, Billy would go and do the grocery shopping. Although, you know what I just realized, Bridget, because we're recording this on Saturday night, I get to go to Aldi tomorrow. (laughs) Oh, that's so good. Yes, it is. I'm so excited. Okay. Oh, you know what I just realized too? What? I'm going to be a good wife slash mom and I'm cooking breakfast tomorrow morning. Look at you catching that plastic ball, Bridget. Catching that plastic ball, guys. <laughs> okay. So speaking of plastic balls, I've got two more quick ones. Um, One of them would be watching Survivor with Billy. I already mentioned that as much as I love it. It's just, it's not something that has to happen every single night. If I've got a lot going on, you know, I can drop it and pick it back up again the next night. My last one, this goes back to the whole family thing. It would be my phone call with my mom. Uh, my mom and I try to talk like once a week, but there are just some weeks where I've got so much going on that I'm like, I, I'm sorry, I can't. Because if we talk on the phone right now, I'm just going to be a big grump bucket and it's not going to make anyone happy. I don't know why I just said grump bucket. I've never said that in my entire life, but I okay, we're going to go it. with that. <laughs> So on this whole note about like glass and plastic balls, we've mentioned throughout this episode that your glass balls can become plastic and plastic balls can also become glass. Bridget, do you want to like give an example of that? Because I feel like I said it, but it didn't really make sense. Yeah. So going back, I feel like I mentioned that we were talking about coworkers and I said that coworkers can are, are basically my plastic walls. Because when I start talking with coworkers, then I don't end up getting things done and I get behind and then I can't spend time with family. It's just like a spiraling thing. However, here's what I want to say is that it's important to maintain those relationships when it comes to your coworkers, right? You want to have relationships. You want to continue to build it. And that does mean that you need to spend time having conversations with them, checking in with people and maintaining that peace. So 
that's what I mean about like, yeah, it may be plastic, but then you also have to put that as a priority sometimes so that you are maintaining those relationships later on in life. And on the other hand, I had mentioned planning and how planning is a plastic ball. Like, but I said it was planning far in advance. The reality is planning as a teacher is a glass ball. You have to be planned. Like that's not an option. But it becomes plastic after you've planned a few days in advance. It's no longer a glass ball. So keep in mind that these balls are like magic balls that are constantly changing what they're actually made out of. I love that you just referenced them as magic balls. That's great. But here's the other thing, too, is when we were we were talking about this, because before Michelle and I actually started like like putting this into just a podcast form, right? We were having a good conversation about it. And one of the things that I thought of was the Eisenhower matrix. We talk so much about using an Eisenhower matrix. And this is where you're basically creating a four quadrant grid and you are sorting your tasks, the to-dos that you're having to complete in a given day or week or whatever. And you're prioritizing them by urgent, not urgent, important, and not important. And that really helps you to identify what you need to be focusing your attention on. So in this case, you're looking at your kind of your big, broad categories, right? And so each of these would almost be like an Eisenhower matrix in and of itself. And so some of the things that are under work are going to be things that you really have to focus on. And then some things that you may not have to focus on. That would be like the not urgent and not important. So you kind of have to reference it in that form. So it's it's very, very similar to that. Yeah. And once you list out all of those things, so for example, if you had the category of health, because that's one we didn't focus on in this episode, you might have working out, eating right, getting enough sleep, meditating, et cetera, et cetera. Then you go through all of those items on, you know, within the matrix or within your list, and you're going to decide which ones are glass and which are plastic. You could label them with a G and a P, or you could use two different color highlighters, whatever floats your boat. But this is something you should do periodically, like once a month, you know, because this is going to help you plan out your weekly to-do list and then eventually your power list, because your power list should only have those glass balls. But what happens is if you continue this process, because you are always catching those glass balls, you will start to have time to catch the plastic ones. This past week, I actually finished all of the things that were on my weekly to-do list by like Wednesday. So then Thursday and Friday, I was literally looking back at my plastic balls going, ooh, what do I get to catch now? What have I wanted to do but didn't have time because I was too busy juggling those glass balls? Now I have time to juggle the plastic ones too. That is a great reference. Okay, guys, so we hope that you enjoyed this episode. We hope it kind of just sparked a little aha moment for you because it definitely did for the both of us. So while um, we want to go ahead and tell you that go check out our website. I was going to say this in a totally different way, but that's fine. So go check out our website, teachingonthedouble.com and check out the TSH area. We want to know what is your TSH? What is your time sucking hurdle that is going on right now? We would love to feature you on our next episode. So also while you're on iTunes, if you're on iTunes, please, please, please leave us a review. It really does help us get into the ears of so many other educators out there, and it helps to really boost our podcast. So until next time, guys, be timely, stay organized, and be productive. Bye-bye. See ya.